welcome back to the Dented Puck. We are thrilled to have Kyle Bora along with his brother Sean Bora here to introduce both the St. Louis Blind Hockey Classic and introduce us to Kyle Bora. How are you doing, Kyle? I'm doing good. Glad to be here on the podcast. Awesome. How are you doing, Sean? Great to have you back. It's good, but I, I, I have to share the light with, with Kyle. It's not good, man. <laughs> <laughs> so in doing this episode, I really wanted to do a, a preview for St. Louis. And um, uh, if you've been following, you know that uh, neither Dirk nor Tony are going to be able to make it to St. Louis. But the one person that we know that definitely is coming to St. Louis was really worried about what the rosters are. So he had to sneak on here to figure out what the rosters are. So um, I'm going to have him talk about St. Louis when we get there. So you can figure out who that is later. Right now we're recording this. It is Tuesday. Right now it is 0-0 in the Pittsburgh-Tampa game. Um, I am so glad to have hockey back. What do you guys think about the game later? You guys, how do you guys think of the crack, the Kraken you're going to do against, especially against another expansion team? How about uh, let's go let's go around. How about you, Dirk? What do you think uh, the Kraken are going to do against the older expansion team? Um, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting. It's always interesting to see when a team new team comes out. Um, Vegas set the bar pretty high. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be anything like like Vegas was, but I think they're going to be. You know, I think they're going to be a halfway decent team. They have some decent players. Um, from what I've heard, so uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. I can't wait to see what their jer- I haven't seen what their jerseys look like. I'm excited to see their their jersey. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I I've seen nicer jerseys by someone we know related to the Kraken. But uh, how about you, Kyle? What do you think? How do you think the Kraken are going to do tonight and for the season? Um, I'm hoping they do well because we always have good competition both in all throughout the Western Conference. So it's uh, it's always good to add another good team into the mix. Um, and I can't confirm it exactly because I don't have the vision to see, but I have from reliable sources that there's another Seattle team with not only good logos but pretty good jerseys. <laughs> How about you, Sean? What do you think about the Kraken? And that team is the uh, Seattle Seahawks that my mom likes only. Oh, oh, the Seahawks. Oh, See, I, I didn't. Only I, I didn't, all the jerseys. I didn't know if that was, but I agree with that. I didn't know which way you were going with that. That's why I was confused. Um, as far as the Kraken, um, I don't know. Jury's out, man. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna wait, but can't do bad with the name of 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 Kraken, right? I mean, come on. <clears throat> Gotta love the Kraken. Yeah, I think it's a matter of if they start gelling together because they're good players. I mean, no, yeah. come on, they're NHL players, so they're going to be good. But it's a matter of team dynamics and how everyone works together. Yeah. So if they can I, find the rhythm like the um, Golden Knights did, I think they'll do well. I think yeah. um, I I haven't gone back and watched the first goal that, uh, I forget his name, scored for the uh, Kraken. And... I don't know why, but it I I heard about it, and I guess I just didn't hear about the first goal that the Golden Knights ever scored. But I I, I heard about it about the Kraken scoring, and I was like, that's 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 a an accolade that not many people have, like scoring the first goal for your, a team ever. 
So yeah, that's gonna be a rare stat. But it doesn't count. It's the preseason. It doesn't count till later to tonight. <sighs> this is. This but is it gives a team a boost. They know they, they can score a goal, though. I think it does. You know, in this sense, for this situation, normally I say, yeah, no preseason don't matter. There's no points involved, but it does matter as far as shaking out the team, shaking, you know, seeing who's healthy, yes. who's 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 on point, who's gonna gel. Yeah, fair enough. And for a team like that's new like that, it's showing them that hey, guys, even though we're new, like we can do this. We just gotta, you know. I think you know. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they do. I I think they're going to be all right. So what I find funny, and I'm going to, and, and I uh, I actually started a fan duel lineup of the entire first line of the Seattle teams tonight. We'll see how they do. <laughs> Not as much as the other half of my fantasy lineup. That's Braden Point and Kucherov and Hedman. So that <laughs> so it's all obviously <laughs> depending on the fact that now uh, it's almost the first period and Tampa hasn't scored yet. That doesn't look good. So how do you think my first line of the Kraken's going to do mystery guest? Are you actually going to talk? Uh, (laughs) uh, Plans don't always go as planned. (laughs) Clearly. You may speak now. All right. I'm here, guys. Uh, You know, I don't don't know. They look pretty good in preseason. I know that. I did get to see that first goal that they scored, and – I was actually Dirk. Maybe you know. I I do. I I did not think about it the way that Sean had, and that you know how many people get to be the first person for a team to score. Um, I mean, especially now, obviously. But Dirk, who was who scored first for Team USA? Uh, Fantarini, wasn't it? Hey, Victoria. I had the. I had. I had a second assist. I passed it to. Tim, who passed it to Victoria, and she got the goal. I mean, so there you go. Like mm-hmm. we yeah. know, we know somebody, and hey, we know somebody that got the first secondary assist is yeah. on this show. Like that's, you know, I think I that's think, that's pretty cool thought. I can't remember if me or Tony had the first penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Would have thought that was Belding too. Oh, uh, well, that could have been him too. I don't know. He's a contender too. I haven't gotten a penalty since I got the white helmet, so I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I guess that's yeah. all I was missing. That's, it's <laughs> pity, helmet. dude, it's pity. <laughs> uh, well, oh, no, sometimes I go after the referees, so I think they really know now, like, I can't even see, like, coaches, like, look for the stripes on their, on their socks. I'm like, coach, I can't even, I can't even <laughs> tell when it's a ref, let alone whether the socks have stripes or not, like, uh, <laughs> So we have brought in a pair of St. Louis natives because next weekend we are going to be in St. Louis for a tournament. So we are going to introduce to you Kyle Bora. Um, and for our first period, uh, Dirk is going to take it over. So go ahead, Dirk. Go ahead, uh, let's introduce Kyle to everybody. Hey, Kyle. How you doing tonight? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, we're, we're excited to, to talk to you to know you. Um, so I guess let's just start with, like, you know, like your – your background, like, you know, growing up, uh, I, I'm not sure. I, I honestly don't know a whole lot about you. I don't even know what your eye condition is. So kind of just take us through, like, you know, starting out, I don't know, you know, with sports and how you got into sports and how you lost your vision and kind of how your how your story started. So, so I have retinitis pigmentosa. Um, and with my specific eye condition, um, I have severe field restriction, 
um, so much that most of what I have left is peripheral vision on far left and far right. Um, I can see a little bit of color. Um, I've lost a lot of detail over the years and I can't see very far. And I like to say, basically I have just enough vision to get myself in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. and I've basically been legally blind for the more majority of my life and I'm 27. Yeah. Um, so I never played, uh, team sports ever. I, oh. in high school, I was band and choir and speech and debate geek. Um, and I'd been interested in sports, um, video games to the certain extent I could play them. Um, always interested in all St. Louis sports, Cardinals, uh, blues, um, Rams until they left, thankfully. Um, and, but I never obviously could play a team sport. And I mean, me and Sean played sports to the best we could, like with, which with each other. And of course it's fair blind person on blind person. So that's, <laughs> that's all good. Um, but I obviously knew of adaptive sports, goalball, um, beat baseball for a long time. Um, different adaptive um, uh, activities, tandem cycling, etc. Um, but you'd think St. Louis is a decently sized city. They'd have um, some avenue for sports, but it small. It it's not as much as you would think. The biggest uh, avenue for that is through blind schools, um, and both Sean and I were main. Um, Mainstream. And so it wasn't until, um, to be honest, after high school, um, when I was into college, that uh, I started hearing more about um, blind sports on social media uh, and becoming more interested in it and seeing more opportunities. Uh, like here in St. Louis, they have... Um, fundraiser beatball tournaments that anyone can come and play and sean all of a sudden a couple of years ago started talking about this blind hockey thing and he's kind of mentioned it a couple times and he's like yeah but there's like a team in chicago and a couple of the teams other places uh and i'd really like to do it um and i was interested in hockey but sort of a periphery periphery sport second to yeah. baseball mm -hmm. and uh uh, was it 2016, Sean, that we started? You more or less started the the Blues Blind Hockey Club. 2017. 2017. Um, basically, that whole first triad event came together. And I was like, oh, I'll come and try this, I guess. Sean's doing it. Might as well do it, too. Yeah. What, was um, your, what were you expecting? Like, What was your first impressions when you heard Blind Hockey? Uh... To be honest, I don't know that I really had a lot of expectations. I knew a little bit of the rules um, from talking yeah. with Sean and stuff, um, but I just came in with an open mind. Um, I yeah. knew it was possible to play um, because of uh, seeing it in action and talking with Sean. And uh, But I just had an open mind. I was like, let's just see what this is. And if it doesn't turn out to be anything, and it doesn't turn out to be anything. But I stuck with it. Um, and we're here four yeah. years later, um, nice. and we have a decently sized team and we have, uh, people coming in from all around the country and as we have one Canadian coming, 
Spoiler alert. Yes, I believe yeah. so, but I don't. I don't think I saw her on the roster. But yeah, I think there was at one point. Yeah. So, wish wish right. we could have more COVID, notwithstanding. But uh, yeah, and obviously yeah. people's situations. But glad to have the people that can come. So we're all we're all we're open to it. Yeah, it's going to be hard not not being able to go. It's going to be the first tournament I haven't made to since I started playing Black Hockey, but. But um, I'm glad you guys are going to have it, and uh, I'm, ever, I'm sure everybody's excited to do it. Um, so, what is your favorite blind hockey moment so far in this? What you said, 2016. Out of those five years, what do you think is like your favorite? Um, what's been like your favorite moment or favorite moments? You can list them. You know, more than one if you can't pick one. Yeah, uh, I think two kind of stick out. Um... For one, uh, in that first like year or so, we only had like three tried events spread out uh, over a couple months, um, and our second tried event was at the Enterprise Center, um, and it was empty, uh, no fans, uh, not because of COVID. It was just we got the empty rink. Um, yeah. But uh, we had a whole bunch of blind people turn up and try it. Um, kept a couple people since then, um, but most people did not stick around for whatever reason. Uh, but it was just really amazing to be on the same rink uh, as the St. Louis Blues and the other professionals um, in the NHL skate on every day. Um, and even Barrett Jackman, uh Blues alumni came out and supported us and was checking it out, which is really awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, that was very early in basically everyone's hockey game, so I wish I could have skated better and, and played. I was still very, very shaky on my skates then, um, but it was still, I was still like, pinch me. I'm on, I'm at the Enterprise Center. I'm not sitting in the stands. I'm on the other side of the boards this time. Um, and the second one was, when we were in Minnesota for the uh, 2019 uh, Blind Hockey Classic, yep. um, we got, both Sean and I got uh, drafted, I guess you would say, called yep. up uh, temporarily to the USA team uh, to play. And uh, obviously I'd really love to eventually officially make the team, but even just to be called up, um, even for one game, um and by no means a very good game on my end because we had just come off a summer of not skating so the first game back is always the roughest yeah uh, but uh, that was in minnesota right yeah minnesota yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah, that, was the ring, that was the ring we were talking about earlier with the, the head all glass oh yes tree coming yep. through oh my god yes. that was that was horrible yes <laughs> thankfully being defense i kept my back to the glass as much as i could yeah um but, I was playing center, which I did. I kept doing circles in my own zone. I was just constantly <laughs> cycling. So I was like, yeah. I could see one minute, and then I couldn't, and then I could see, and then I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, but that was that was really amazing to have yeah. USA on my chest, um, and to be able to represent. And just to be honest, the whole experience. Um, we'll get to some of the beat baseball stuff too in a second, but um, the just the experience of being on a team, um, and having camaraderie. Because as I said before, I've really love team sports but never had the opportunity before now to compete i think that's you can't match that um in a lot of cases with 
blind people because they don't have that experience. If they have some uh, sports experience, it might be solo, but it's very rarely on a team, and you can't match that. Yeah. No, you really can't. <clears throat> All right, man. Well, um, thanks for answering my question. I'm going to pass the puck over to Josh. I think he's got questions about baseball, right? Is it, am I right, Josh? Yeah, beat baseball. So, Kyle, I knew you played baseball, and then I I was scro- I must have been scrolling Facebook one day, and then I, I saw the accolades, and I was like, wait, Kyle just doesn't play baseball. So they, these are Kyle's 2021 accolades. Um, and this is, what, three weeks ago the season ended, dude? He was NBA Defensive Rookie of the Year, which is the, that's, that's, that's dominant in itself, especially if you've ever seen beat baseball. Um, Indy Bonanza defensive all star, all star, and and Champagne Invitational both defensive and offensive all star. I don't actually know enough enough beat baseball to know the number of put to know that your number of put how your number of putouts work. Um, but that those accolades are amazing. So I you gotta tell me like how like how you felt and how you found beat baseball because that's that's a lot in one year. Dude. Oh yeah, it was. And uh, I mentioned a little bit before we started recording, when we came out of the Windy City Hockey uh, Showdown, uh, at our last game on Sunday, I literally hopped in a car, drove six hours to Chicago, or six hours from Chicago to St. Louis. A couple hours later, hopped in a plane, and by Sunday night, I was in Wichita, Kansas, for the Beat Baseball World Series. Uh, so I was kind of exhausted by the end of uh, that week. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I said earlier, I've known about beat baseball, um, but just a matter of finding a team to compete is, uh, part of the issue. And, um, there are, uh, charity events that they do here in St. Louis sponsored, uh, through a local nonprofit called Mind's Eye. Um, they host fundraiser tournaments, um, that, are sponsored um, by companies and the companies will bring in their employees and basically it's a, a sort of a uh, be be baseball demo um, where sighted people strap on the blindfold and play there's a couple mo- rule modifications um, but nothing nothing that wouldn't make it not regular beatball um, but they come out and have fun. And a couple of us uh, blind players here in St. Louis uh, got a team together a couple of years ago. And we were telling our friends and family that we're going to show up. Uh, we'll be done by noon. Uh, we can have a couple of drinks and uh, go home. Well, noon came and went. 3 o'clock came and went. 5.30 came and we were still playing sudden death, extra innings in the final game. That was a day, man. <laughs> yeah, both me and Sean were on it, um, and a couple of us uh, players here from St. Louis, and it uh, we ended up losing the game. But after that, uh, us players were like, I-, "I think we have something here. We might want to continue this." And a couple months, years, speed bumps down the road, uh, we ended up partnering with Mind's Eye. Um, to form the Gateway Archers. Um, and it actually started last year, just before COVID. Um, they ended up having one tournament in Indy. Uh, last year's 2020 World Series was canceled. 
but at that time, I was not a part of the team because I, A, didn't know what COVID would bring, and I was also looking for a job. And my better sense prevailed and said, no, don't adopt another sport when you're looking already for another job or when you're looking for a job. Uh, and by the time February, March rolled around of 2021, I was like, I don't really care anymore. COVID looks like it's dying out. I'm going for the beat, this beatball thing. And by the end of March, not only did I sign with beatball, um, the gateway archers, um, but I got a job. Um, and it's remote. Um, thankfully that I could stay here in St. Louis, um, and not have to move. And, uh, we had an amazing summer, especially for our first, um, showing really as a team of the Gateway Archers, but an individual, uh, performance by myself uh, as well. I had, um, Josh, you mentioned some of the, the awards I got particularly for the World Series, I had 43 putouts, I believe, over um, nine games, I think we played in a, in a week. And I was... Yeah, that's, uh, so, okay, uh, hold on, I'm doing the math. So 43 putouts, nine games, that's nine games. So it's 27 outs times nine. So you had... 27 times so 27 times 10 would be 270 so minus 27 so about two about 250 so you had 45 put outs out of 250 right that so one out of every five put outs well i will say i will say that we don't play nine inning games we only play six inning games oh you don't aha so forget there you go all right so i I, I, you got the math (laughs) of me too so that's 18 18 times 9, so 18 times 9, 180, 180 minus 18, so 180, so 162, 40, 40 times 162, one out of every four. So you basically were, you were almost in yeah. out, and, and it was, out every It was end. really strange, too, because uh, I play, mm, there's not really positions for defensively in ball, but I basically would play short uh, right field where if people are familiar with a regular baseball diamond, it's like, between second and first base. Um, so short up the middle, short up the left side, down the line, um, and uh, I'll guard the whole area. And uh, most players are right-handed, so we'll hit to left field. I don't know what people were drinking, but they were hitting it to the right side, and I was just picking them up. I didn't have any explanation for why they were hitting it to me, but I'm just picking them up. And uh, it's a real testament to our coaches, um we had uh, practices twice a week, and particularly in beatball, um, a lot of teams don't practice with each other regularly, unlike uh, blind hockey. It's a lot of spread out teams, spread out players, and they'll only come to tournaments and play. And it really shows, as you could, as everyone could probably test in uh, blind hockey, if we come together once a week, once a month, whatever, we come to practice. But it matters, and uh, it really showed for us. We came in ranked 17th out of 19th or 17 out of 19 teams and we ended up uh in ninth, ninth. place yeah ninth place um which i don't know if that's a record but it might be close to it um yeah and with and with that's my awesome. 43 putouts they also give top 6 defensive uh 
uh, top six awards for offensive and defensive um, putouts and runs. Um, and I only missed I missed the top six uh, all time for the whole tournament uh, by only a couple putouts, uh, which is a little bit unfortunate. I was oh. really hoping to be top six, um, but I guess there's always a next year. Yeah. See, here's what I have to ask. So I was a good outfielder, and I like I had my vision until 30. So I was able to play good outfield and get a step because I could watch and time the bat to kind of know if I had to, at where it was hitting, and if I had to take that first step left or right. How, how do you do it? Like, that's... You're not just stopping the ball. You're stopping a ball an inning, dude. That's that's different. Like, how do you do it? I, I like I know, I um I know it was explained to us before, but like, I I just can't wrap my head around how you can stop that many balls. How, like, from the pitch to the out. How, what's your thought process? I have a thought process. I don't know that I could replicate it as, as you're calling calling me on it. <laughs> No, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to get. Yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to get so technical, like, but like you, uh, you obviously like are really good at it, and it obviously has to do with your hearing and and yeah. how you're reading it. I just want to know because, like, I'm interested in playing, and, yeah. and I don't want to look stupid out there. So I need as yeah. much advice as um, I can get. It, it, to be honest, it's a lot of practice um, and reading the ball, um, and you make mistakes. Um, like, there's been many times where I've dove to the right and it went to the left or vice versa <laughs> like and i feel weekend. like and i feel like a complete oh, idiot course. but uh no we we do if you're not familiar with beatball um we do have two-sided spotters um on the field and we sort of divide the field up into zones and they will call your designated the zone and so they'll call where the ball looks to be going which is only as accurate as the eyes of the spotter are in physics. Um, so you'll get a general direction, um, and that that definitely helps. Um, but it's still it's still on your ears, okay. and it could bounce. It could, but it's just practice. Um, and that first, yeah. it's, it's the first step. It, I mean, the first step mm -hmm. is it, the first step's on you, and it's not on the sided spotter. Because he's looking and trying to give a better read than your first step and your yeah. first, step. and and it doesn't, and it doesn't matter what the sided person, what the sided spotter says anyway. Because if your ears say something else, if your brain and ears say something else, then then what the you hear from the sided spotter, you got to go for the ball. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, it's your first step. That's why I said you're gone anyway. I didn't know there was a sided spotter. That's the first time I heard that. That makes see that makes. I'm just like. This is ridiculous how, like, you have to completely, now it makes a little more sense that you have a little bit of help where it is. You know what's funny? If we had sighted spotters when I go back for loose bucks, my life would be so a lot easier. So I was actually just thinking, um, <laughs> I was going to make fun of Kyle because he gets so good at stopping things because of a sighted person. I get good at stopping things without a sighted person. But then I also thought, oh, wait, there's the pass whistle. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we all need a warning, especially because I mean, sometimes it just goes dead like that, or sometimes it just like like you're saying, you you just can't recognize, and it's coming right at you, and you yeah. dive left, and it's right. 
or I watch or watch the puck come at me, and then I think I have it. Then there goes the guy with the breakaway from my from their blue from the far blue line. So, so Kyle, how does it work? So when you hit the ball, they have to try and get to the base before you pick it up, or do you actually try and throw them out like in regular baseball? Or are you just trying to get to the ball before they touch first base? Is that how they? Yeah. So the basics of beatball is that there are six defensive fielders out in the field. There is a first base and a third base. Um, when the and the pitcher is on the team of the batter, and the goal is for the pitcher to connect with the batter, um, and you work on that um, all throughout the year to get your timing right. Um, and so, when if you make a hit and put it into fair play between the bases, the foul lines and goes at least forty feet. Um, the defense has an uh, opportunity to field the ball. And the bases are 100 feet away um, compared to regular MLB baseball that is 90 feet away. So you get a little bit of extra distance to run. Um, but once you, the goal of the runner is to make it to the base before the ball is controlled by the fielder in a hand off the ground and away from the body. So you, there's no throwing out a runner, um, okay. and yep. and once they make it to the base, that's technically a hit, but um, because there's no running the bases, it's also a run. Hit slash run, basically the same thing. So you're either put out, uh, or you get a run, um, or obviously you can strike out um, if you don't hit the ball. Uh, there are four, there are four strikeouts uh, or four strikes, and you can get uh, one passed ball. Okay. So when, when they hit the ball, they don't actually run to the base or no? No, you do. You run to the oh, base. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they just yell to you and you just run toward the person yelling, I'm assuming? The the bases make a buzzing noise. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Yes. The the ball beeps um, uh, and there are two beeping sounds out there now. Um, there's a more tradi the traditional sound that if you're familiar with beep baseball, you've, you'll have heard forever and ever and ever since the 70s. Um, and there was a new ball they introduced this year because of COVID restrictions. We didn't know if we would have enough of the um, original Denver balls. Um, those were made by a guy named Fonzie. And so they are they are loving refer lovingly referred to as Fonzie balls. Um, <laughs> but they have a little bit of different sound. Um, and it's a mixed bag on which, which one people like, but Fonzie really came through for us for the uh, World Series, we used the new Fonzie balls um, at the World Series, and it would not have happened um, this year with COVID and everything if Fonzie hadn't uh, made the new balls. And uh, they hopefully will be sticking around and becoming a, a new ball that uh, people can play with for beatball. And uh, we'll see where that goes in the future. But yeah, the, the bases make a buzzing noise, um, and they're they're not traditional bases. Um, like if you're familiar with baseball bases, they're um, like foam pillars, um, and uh, they they have, like I said, they have the buzzing noise in them, and obviously the ball beeps. And so that's between that and the uh, sighted spotters talking or s saying the zone, and obviously you can communicate with your own players out in the field. Um, those are all the sounds that you'll hear on a beatball field. And Dirk, I, 
the bases are also and, and correct me if I'm wrong. They're they're pylons. They're like man-sized pylons that you run and and hit, right? Yeah, foam foam pillars, pylons. Yeah, you just crash into them. Yeah, some cool. people crash into them and tackle them. Some people slide. Uh, there is a clip that one of my players, uh, my team, Liam McCoy, he also plays hockey with us. Uh, he got a clip from YouTube of uh, one player with his hands, uh, arms, and legs wrapped around the foam pillar <laughs> in the air, upside down. <laughs> nice. That takes skill. Yeah, so so pe- people go all out. Um, yeah. I'm, de- I'm more of a sliding person, um, but it's up to however people want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that awesome. Back. I forgot that you weren't here with our first conversation about beat baseball. I should have yeah. went a little deeper into it. But honestly, like I was a little like what's funny was was I found the Jersey team and I didn't know that the I was like, Yeah, I'd love to come try it and they're like, Well you can come watch and I'm like, that's not very friendly. Ah. And they just the, the way they <laughs> right? Like it's not the way we go, but what I didn't know was what they had was a three-game series mm. against Alex's team. Yep. And I was like, I found out after. And I was like, and I messaged him. And I was like, dude, Alex, if I knew you were playing, I would have come to watch. I just wasn't going to go just to watch beat baseball. Like, I'll go to watch Alex. But, like, a lot of these things definitely make me a little more interested in it because I was like, all I'm doing is stopping a ball. Well, there's a little, a little more help now and a little, like – it's not just using your body to stop a ball. You have to clean. You have to clean pick up that ball. That's a that's a little more of a yeah. baseball skill. So people kind of knock uh, beat baseball a little bit, and I like me. I, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm and I'm definitely one to knock it a little bit uh, in some regards because it is very modified. Um, it is modifications out the wazoo. I didn't. I also didn't mention that uh, all of the visually impaired players on defense and the uh, batter all were blindfolds 100% of the time. Obviously, sighted spotters and the sighted pitcher and the umpire sometimes seems like he's not wearing a blindfold. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the whereas we've talked about blind hockey on here before about how it's very lightly modified. And I'd, I'd kind of like beatball to stray a little bit more into that less modified phase of maybe taking off the blindfolds, running the bases, um, all four of them, um, and uh, being able to, I wouldn't quite say throw out a runner, but you got to experiment first. You don't know what's what's going to work until you try it. Um, and uh, I think it can be a little bit more approachable to people that aren't fam- as familiar with beatball. They could see it's, oh, this is, a lot like regular baseball, how we say a lot of times blind hockey's a lot like regular hockey, just with a bigger puck and a pass rule and a different whistle and a shorter net. Dude, I am all for helping you with that. That is one of the few things. Um, and 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 Sean, I'm sure you've like you've dealt with this, making that decision to go play goal. Like, I still have my vision. I want to use what I have while I still have it. I think if I didn't have my vision and I had the level of vision that 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 Alex has, I think I would definitely be uh, a lot more interested in beat baseball because it definitely makes the field a lot more even. Um, but I'm definitely I'm intrigued to what you want to do with with beat baseball because that's kind of what I was like. I was like, I get it. I totally get it, and I get it because I'm part of the community and 
I understand you kind of have to either include everybody or make everybody on the same on as level of playing field as you can be, and that's kind of what it is. Yep, I I agree with Kyle about oh, the oh, the uh, modifications. Agreed completely. Yeah, and and I, I I I did we have a conversation about this, or have I not had this conversation? Um, I don't think so, because while I am joining the archers I, I i when i was on the podcast last i had not done that yet so we did not talk about be okay. but oh, yeah i didn't know because i had the same conversation like it's just it seems like it's too modified and i don't want to wear a, a blindfold if i don't have like and i get it i totally get it i just that's where i see is it's less fun than well i mean i'm a hockey yep. player but and um no, no, but I, I, I grew up playing baseball, and, and my dad grew up two blocks away from Yankee Stadium. So, I mean, baseball is in my blood. But I, I appreciate that someone with with your accolades feels the way that I do about the game that he's very yeah. good at and he loves. So, and, and, it's, it. and it's one thing to say um, if I was a B3 or a B4, I haven't gotten tested in a long time. Probably going to be tested soon. Um, just for updating records and stuff. But I am pretty much guaranteed to be a low b2 maybe if i'm lucky a mid b2 and so it's not like i would be benefiting from taking off the blindfolds i i can barely see the ball laying on the grass in front of me let alone moving at me um so i'm not going to be benefiting from it i i struggle enough to see the puck and see what's going on out there on the ice uh which is why i play defense um so i'm I'm not going to be one of those players benefiting from it but i i want to see baseball um, out there playing, being played like I'm playing out there playing hockey, and B Paul's a step there, um, but I think we can expand it to be more. Absolutely, and actually, it's funny because I'm a B two too, but I'm I don't know if I'm gonna get progressively worse, but I'm almost all visual field. Like I don't have my glasses on right now, and I think I'm probably twenty hundred without my glasses, and I'm twenty fifty ish with my glasses, but I'm all visual field. So like what I have is good i just don't have a lot uh, which is a lot different than a lot of the other b2s and i know uh, i know dirk's dirk yours is almost uh you have a lot more than i do but you have yours is a lot um, more acuity right i see what i see i don't see very well um i don't see good far away i don't see good close up i don't see colors um i have a bigger field than you but even that's starting to yeah. it used to just be my central vision and now it's starting to it's like a big circle. It's like spilling something on the floor and having it slowly spread outward. You know what I mean? So it's getting to the point now. Where I, I can't see anything that's yeah, straight in yeah. front of me. I, can, I, have, I have top a little bit of top peripheral, a little bit of low peripheral, and side peripheral, but nothing straight ahead at all. Like, like there's just nothing straight ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But. And that's and I was having actually having this conversation with Ted today about transportation because. I am I am going with the two blind goalies. Ah. I, I'm taking them on the plane and we're going with those two massive bags. And I'm like, but like, I'm luckier than a lot of I'm I'm in better shape than a lot of people who are B, technically B threes and have quote unquote better vision than I do because what I see I see really well for a blind person. I get the you're not blind all, all over over and over, but that's just because that's my disability is. Mine's almost all visual field. Um, but I don't want to hold this up. I appreciate it, Kyle. That was awesome. And I actually like really enlightening about, about blind about beat baseball. 
and maybe we can try blind baseball. Maybe that's a that that's like a sister sport that we can incorporate bases and running and maybe some or sort basketball. Of blind basketball. <laughs> Come on, anybody? Yeah, I, I got you. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not laughing because I'm like, why do we? Why, why are we not doing that? Why is that not happening at every I'll tournament now? <laughs> It literally, it literally should be. Steve Perry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Your mom. Guys, <laughs> uh, we're old. We are definitely getting All old. All right, so it was, it was awesome to have the St. Louis guys on here, but we had a semi-ulterior motive to bring them on here and for the third period i'm gonna send it back over to drew and they're gonna give us our awesome preview of the tournament next weekend in their home down right. st louis yeah uh hey guys how's it going finally decided to join us you know i i wasn't sure where i should come in and i i do want to say I'm I'm still part of the show, so I didn't sneak in. I just walked in through the front door. Uh, we should so have changed those crew, those locks, guys. <laughs> yeah, people sneak in through the front door too. As a goalie, uh, I know that. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the classic. I mean, it's a you know as 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 I know and and as Josh knows, uh, putting on something like this is a a big undertaking so how's how's everything going and and what do we have to look forward to as far as the schedule and and all that fun stuff so um drew i'm sorry if i ever stressed you out because uh i feel your pain (laughs) (laughs) um i am so excited but i'm so glad when this month will be over um so uh the St. Louis Blind Hockey Classic will have three divisions, red, white, and blue. Two teams per division, um, four games um, per division. Nice. And um, I will go through that schedule in a second. Just FYI, I will be writing out a welcome email and emailing it to all of the team leads to forward on to the rest of um the people's clubs. Um, so are we ready for the uh, roster announcement? Yeah, let's start with the blue division. So the blue division, I will let you know through all of this, there will be a few side volunteers, mostly in the blue division because registration was a little low in the blue division, but there are side volunteers filling out the teams and they become less and less as the skill level goes up. So let me, Get to my text text document here. I'm re- I mean I'm I'm just really glad you guys are having a blue division. I think that that's one of the most important uh, aspects of our community Agreed. to to make sure we get out there and and you know even though at, at that point they're not necessarily playing game. I mean they're they're playing but not not a, at a competitive level. It's still just great to be able to be in that kind of tournament atmosphere and around all those other other players too. Mm-hmm. And especially if they're young, because young people, uh, unlike all of us, are the future 
of blind hockey. So absolutely. So let's talk about the blue division here. Alrighty. Drew, you kind of cut me for a loop because uh, we're going backwards in the document. Um, <laughs> let's You're go welcome. blue division. So team gold, there will be team gold and team uh, blue on uh, all of these divisions. The blue obviously will be a very, very, very dark blue. There will be a lot of sighted volunteers. And as of now, a lot of them are TBD. Um, so the first one of St. Louis Blues Blind Hockey Club, number 70, Kim Blumenthal. Lily Hughes, number 87. And this is the gold team. I believe she's from Pittsburgh. Uh, side volunteer, Carter Van, who is the son of Jeff Van, our president. He's number 13. Andrew Cumes, number 98. And everyone, I apologize if I butcher your name, because I will. Sided player, and that ends the uh, gold team on the blue division. Let's start the blue team in the blue division. That's going to get uh, confusing. <laughs> Caleb Henderson, number 66. Tracy Lichtke, number eight. Uh, side volunteer is Ethan Feinstein. He is a awesome volunteer that we have. He doesn't have a number for some reason. Chloe Van is the sister and uh, daughter in the Van family. Her number. Uh, side player. Side player. And that's it for the uh, blue division. Let me. Okay. I mean, you know, that's the thing, though. It's it's one of those. Josh and I were talking about uh, the blue division yesterday, and it's it's easier to get white and red division players to travel to a tournament because you know they're playing games. For the blue division, it's still kind of a learning process, so it, mm -hmm. you know it might not be as uh, drawing for them. But really, it's still the same thing, though. Once we get them there, we pretty much yeah. have them hooked. Like, and that's what's going to grow the numbers for the blue division. So we say we take two thirds of these guys and add them to the new ones. That really is how we grow the blue division for Pittsburgh and yep. then for well, us. Yeah. Next and uh, I also want to say that uh, this may change. Uh, your mileage may vary and all the other disclaimers, both with <laughs> this and the uh, schedule. Um, I know that coming up here in the white division and red division, uh, the goalies are a little bit um, different in the fact that uh, Svac has the rotation of the goalies that aren't marked on here, but I will tell the names. So in the white division, we have for the blue team, the forwards are Connor Bailey, number 88, Kenneth Calhoun, number 92, Grant Fleur, Fuhr, I'm sorry. Grant Fleur. Best, <laughs> best no, name in hockey. It, it, best it, name it, in oh hockey. Oh, my God. We have to. Agreed. Dude, we have to. I have to reach out. I have to figure out how to reach out to him. Yes. Because we're playing in St. Louis. I didn't, I didn't even put this all together. I yeah. have to figure out how to reach um, out to him. He's number 31. Eric Kaiser of St. Louis Blues Blind Hockey. Number 10. 
Liam McCoy, number 57 of um, St. Louis Blues Blind Hockey Club. Hudson Pollard, number 91. Edward Wolf, number 19. And a sided uh, volunteer. John Kruska, who's another side volunteer. He is on our board. Awesome guy. He doesn't have a number. <clears throat> Defense for the... Uh, uh, which team is this? Blue. 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 Yes, Team Blue. Caleb Calhoun, number nine. Solomon uh, Chowdhury, number six. Caitlin Ketchell, number four. Sided player, number nine. Doesn't say who... And goaltending, Thomas Stewart, or TJ, he's number 30. Matthias Vestlis, number 33. Cool. And that's it for the blue. Nice. That's a solid team. I think I think Matthias is one of his, I've never heard his kids. Name. Yeah. I think I saw him on Instagram one of the first I times he started the same playing thing goalie. Yeah, I'd never heard his name either, but that's quite a yeah. hockey name too. Yeah. Um, head coach for the blue team is Ian Essling. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Assistance coach forwards uh, for the blue is Pete Wolf. Uh, he's my goalie coach. Sweet. Assistant coach defense is Mary Beth Thompson. Uh, she is our learned to skate coach uh, at STLBBHC. Nice. Uh, going back up to the top here. For the white division, Team Gold. For the forwards, Derek Beck, number 22. Nice. Casey Brogan, number 40. Aiden McCowan, number 14. Nathan McCowan, number 77. Jacob Namsov, number 27. Steven Nasifo, Nasifo, number 91. Vladimir Tarasenko's number. Jeremy Schenken, number 20. Sided player for uh, Volunteer. Hunter uh, Martinier. He is a side volunteer for our team. No number there for some reason. And for the defense for the gold team in the white division. Some weirdo named Kyle Bora. Uh, he, he, he obviously sucks. <laughs> Number seventy-two. Sayun Choi. Hey, I don't have to. I don't have to block as many shots as I do. Touche. Touche. Sayun Choi, number fifty-five. He is also with St. Louis Blues Boy Hockey Club. Thomas Guy, number fifty-eight. Carter Van, um, number thirteen, who we have said before. Andrew Cumes. Number 98, as a side player, uh, he uh, volunteers with, with us. And for goalies, 
Magdo Ferreira. Number 31, Sean Bora, myself, number 50. And last goalie is John Diogato, number 30. Head coach, Michael McCowan. Assistant coach for the forwards, Holly Shear. And the last is the assistant coach defense, Melissa Kamalarajan. And I guess rounding up the red or sorting the red division, Team Gold. The forwards start Joshua Fields as number 90. Alexandros, oh Lord. (laughs) Capizari? Anyone? No idea. I I I don't I I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. I think he's from New York or something. I I think. Huh. Really? No, it's not. That's not Alec. He's a goalie. I don't think. I was going to say I, I know most of the New York guys. Okay, I will. I, I will research. You're a Jersey guy. <laughs> Starting out the red division team gold, Joshua Fields. Number 90, Alexandros Kepvalo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who, who, whoever that is, you, you can punch me later on the ice. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, a, that's how you He's do number it, 10. <laughs> David Clank, number 71. Clank. Brady Kohler, number 93. Charles Mitchell, Number 74, Maxwell Shear, number 16, Jeff Thompson, number 36, sided player, Hunter Martinier, who we've seen before in the white division, uh, a volunteer for us. And that's it for the defense of the gold team in the red division. Our beloved Drew Garza. All Number right. two. All right. John John Griffith. Number 77. Some guy named Joshua Schneider. Number eight. <laughs> Holy cow. We're, wait, you really put us on the same team? Uh, blame Jeff Van and Zvac. And you gave Brady my number. That's the well, killer. I had no choice over that and i have a feeling that these numbers are not completely like something went up with these but i don't know they seem off i, don't I was know. i was told i have number two if i don't have that when i get there i'm gonna be upset <laughs> again <laughs> uh your mileage may vary <laughs> joshua schneider number eight caleb smith number 76 Carter Van, uh, who we've seen before, number 13, sided player. Andrew Humes, number 98, sided player. Goaltending, gold division, sorry, gold team, red division. Magdo Barrera. Oh, Alex. That's Alex. Oh, that's Alex, you said? Okay. That's Alex, yeah. 
That was a comedy in itself, trying to figure out who Magdo was. Uh, myself, number 50, Sean Vora. And that's it for the gold division. Gosh, gold team, red division. The head coaches All right. for the gold team, red division. Grant Kitterman. Assist, assistant coach forwards, Chuck Monroe. Um, he is the head coach of Learn to Play for, uh, for us. Assistant coach for the defense on the gold team, red division, is William Holtzgrave. Red division teams, now the blue team. Forwards, Anthony Ashbaugh, number 59. Timmy Caputo, number 16. John Guzik, number eight. Nick Callion, number 17. Eason Kiddo, number 14. Brock Kierman, number 71. Timothy Michaels, number 97. Side player, John Kruska, which wasn't he on the gold team? But um, defense. Kevin Brown, number seven. David Cobb, number five. John O'Connell, number four. Adam Young, number 29. Charlie Monroe, number nine. And goaltenders. Doug Goist, number 70. And that's it for the goaltenders of the blue team, Red Division. Now the coaches... The head coach is Nick Albicaco. Assistant coach uh, for the forwards is David Fields, father of Josh Fields on our team. Assistant coach defense is Carla Pentamone. And I think that's it. Nice. Awesome. We got this. <laughs> I do have the schedule. All righty. Let's hear it. All right. Let's hear it. So schedule registration, I believe starts at 11. I will need to verify that and put it in the welcome email to everyone, but I believe it's at 11 starts at 11. Excuse me. At one o'clock, there is a coaches meeting at volunteer HQ. This is on Friday. I'm sorry. Okay. White Division, 210 to 310 on rink three, the Plager rink, named for Bobby Plager. Fun fact, his signature is not etched, but but designed into the ice behind each goal. So there you go. It's pretty cool. 320 to 420, Blue Division on the Plager rink, rink three. 430, 530 is Red Division, Plager rink. 750, 850. White Division USA Rink. USA Rink is the uh, international sized rink. We're playing on international ice. You ready for some skating, boys? Dude, I didn't even know that was international ice. I didn't either. I thought I was just game. lazy. I'm like, man, it seems like it takes forever to get from one. Because like skating with, uh, from east to west as a defenseman trying to keep it in the offensive zone. And I'm like, God, it seemed like it took forever to get to the middle of the zone. I was I was so lost. Like I was skating on the dots with the guy and I, I was like and I somehow skated out and hit the boards. 
And you know who the best part the best part is? You know who knows exactly the I'm difference? Sure. Sean Bora. Uh oh yeah, sure. Hydra, <laughs> <laughs> I know that, but well, that's because there there's a big there was a big debate on oh, what the yeah, difference yeah, in the two ranks yeah. was, and you knew yeah. what it was. And the goals are moved forwards. Yeah, there's a lot of room behind the net, which I did, I did like, I did, I did like that. Yeah, there was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because we had that 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 talk um, in Minnesota, Josh and I. Yeah, I, I remember we had the conversation. I just don't, I don't remember you yes. knew exactly what it was. At least I do now. <laughs> 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 so, that is. 750, 8, white division on the USA rank international ice. That is rank one, by the way. Nine's nine o'clock, 10 o'clock PM is blue division on the USA rank. We're starting at a Saturday. 210 to 310. Red division plague rank. 320 to 420 is white division plague rink. 430, 530 is blue division plague rink. Eight o'clock to 10 o'clock is red division international ice USA rink. Going into Sunday, last day, I did not make the schedule. I'm sorry about the early times. 7 a.m., 8 a.m., Blue Division. I was like, is he going to say 6? Tell me he's not going to say 6. 7 a.m., 8 a.m., Blue Division, USA rank. 8, 10 a.m., 9, 10 a.m., White Division. USA rink. 9.20 a.m. a.m. Red Division. USA rink. And that's it. Nice. Sweet. Nice. So is something special happening on that second game for the Red Division on Saturday, or is it just a longer ice time? You may need to cut this out, Josh, because I don't know specifically. But... um. I heard Good. Jeff said something. I forget, but I it, he said something last practice, but I don't remember what he said. Okay. That's even more cryptic than not have not saying anything. <laughs> I, think... I don't even want to cut this out. That was then the cryptic. I'm intrigued now. Gotta cut this out. You're like you're on your edge. You're like, oh god, what's he gonna tell us? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're gonna sacrifice a calf at center ice before the game. <laughs> we need, oh, we need the extra coming oncoming season. Yeah, and we need the we need the extra hour to clean it up afterwards. <laughs> so, just as 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 a as a thing that I've thought of, so the NHL has Lord Stanley's Cup, um, and you know how Shanley started kind of blind hockey here in the u.s in a way um if we ever get a thing like that can we call it lord shanley's cut please 100 percent. 
I would I would sign a petition for that. Absolutely. Mate, you don't even have to. I'm already we're we're gonna make a trophy for the showdown next year. So there there it is. That's well, what you should call, totally call Shan, it. Shanley better be there. The Shanley Cup. It has dude, it has a ring to it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. almost like there's one. It's almost like there's Where one called the Stanley Cup. After yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Shanley Cup though. That has a that just has a nice, nice it's, feel to it. That's because it sounds like someone from Boston is saying it. Yeah. Where's that <laughs> Shanley Cup, Bob? <laughs> and you're welcome, Shanley. By the from way. From Boston. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Sean, I mean, those, you know, I, I know how difficult it is to kind of balance, um, rosters. So I'm sure that was a whole undertaking in of itself. Um, and you know, the schedule is also not easy and I think, but I think everyone else understands earlier is better for, for us. A lot of us have to go back to work and all that other fun stuff. So it's easier to get a flight out. I will also say that as of now uh, that I know of. There will be no sighted goalies. <laughs> there will be no boxes. <laughs> no boxes. Hey, man, that box showed up to play. <laughs> yeah, dude. That box put Stanley out of a job, man. That's, that's, why, that's why we named the cup after him. Yeah. <laughs> Redemption. Uh, I guess my last question for you is, uh, what do the jerseys look like? To be honest, I have no clue at all. Oh, Sean. <laughs> You're killing me. I'm sorry. It's wasted. This whole this whole thing is wasted. Josh, cut it all. I do know one thing. It'll be better than than yours from Chicago. <laughs> oh. Wow. Hey, I, I highly doubt that, dude. I don't know about that. Those jerseys were sharp. They, wow. They were very good, though. It, wow. Well, we'll see. Awesome. They, they, they better you be, know. because if I get a... I was okay to get a practice jersey until you talk trash. If I get a practice Ooh, you jersey, you're never hearing the end of it. His head, man. That's like that's the only. <laughs> well, 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 he's on my team in goal. I'll just start beating him up randomly. Who's got the nice jersey now, Sean? <laughs> yeah, you like your jersey up around your. <laughs> so, ironically, so our jerseys have the, the 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 sorry, our team jerseys have the Braille nameplate on the back, and and since I recently changed to goalie, I, I had new jerseys. I, and I'm the only one that doesn't have a braille nameplate still. <laughs> so they so they won't be practice jerseys. From what I understand, that they will be um, a lot like the ones that we got in Chicago, at least the last I heard. Very cool. Nice. Very nice. Awesome. Better than better than mine. All right. Well, it it's still not as good as a main blind bears jersey. I'm just... And it's still not as good as the Chicago Blackhawks blind team jersey. And we all still lose to the True. Brailers. Okay, jersey. no, sorry. There is so... no conversation. Brailers, you guys do have Agreed. the best jersey in blind hockey. Agreed. But. Name and jersey. The good, I'll give like it's, theme, it's the I, whole I like concept, but because I of the like name. The bear with the glasses. I so. do have to say, though, guys, um, right when, when, when Drew was talking about his uh, supposedly good. Blackhawks blind jersey. I was hearing this like really bad audio buzz, and I couldn't hear anything that he was saying. 
I think I think you're just upset that that ours are basically the same thing, and yours, you know, look a little bit like you got them at Walmart. Ooh. 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 Sorry. Look, he trashed. He trashed the showdown jerseys, and of anything, of any anything, I'm proud of. We haven't seen his jerseys yet. Honestly, honestly, lower your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I do. My goal, my goal at the end though, is to have a blind hockey jersey from every team. So yes. I got to make that happen. He's a puck bunny. <laughs> All right, guys. We uh, like we said, like Drew always says, when we start talking shop, we uh, we get it, we get way off topic. But uh, we found a awesome baseball player in Kyle. We heard a lot more about the tournament next weekend in St. Louis. Uh, we hope you guys can join us for that. We will be sharing the information so you can follow the tournament along on our site, both Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Kyle, do you have anything to say, dude? No, I'm just glad for everyone to come out to St. Louis and have uh, lots of fun. Awesome. Sean, how about you, dude? Anything? Any last mm, words? Try and think of some famous last words. Um... Let's go, Blues. Well, yeah, but other than that, I, no, I don't, I don't have anything else. Those aren't famous, but sure. Um, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Um, I appreciate the uh, the exclusive release of the rosters. And, I mean, I don't know if you're you're going to send in the out in the email, I, yes. I assume, too, Sean. But uh, this will probably the be posted on Thursday, or... so that's when it will go out. Not that anyone really knows we're releasing them on here. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe people will actually listen. Thank you so much, uh, Drew, for stopping by for this episode. Uh, any 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 last words before you go go slowly back into your uh, new corporate life before we see you in ten days? Uh, no, let's go Hawks. Boo! Oh, that, that that's how it's gonna that's how it's gonna go. Yeah, sorry, wait. Right. Let's go. End. Let's go Hawks. Let's end. go Leafs. This is our year. <laughs> we had one. I know. I, okay, I meant to yeah. I meant to bring it up in the beginning, but I wasn't sure I was gonna get to talk, so I had to throw it in here at the end. Well, you know me. I'm still trying to get used to the first thing, and then I started. <laughs> I'm still talking. And you knew that's what happened too. He like he he told me I was gonna introduce this, and then he did it himself. <laughs> uh all right. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, Drew. We're definitely gonna have some behind the scenes from this. Oh episode. no! It's gonna be a wild weekend. Um, that there. That by by the way, Sean. Where are we be? What what is our lodging accommodations? It's a casino. So yeah, it, is. it was originally going to be a different hotel, <laughs> but when we originally planned it, it was going to be, uh, the Sheraton Hotel, I believe. But now, but when we came back from COVID, it had changed, and I never got an explanation why. But yeah, it's it's a it's a uh casino so um i mean I, you do you but uh we've got games boys and girls you do you how what like do you think do you think i could talk to like the casino manager and establish some sort of line for our oh games? my god uh i don't know pete rose 
And that's why we're gonna lose. Josh is gonna throw. Josh is gonna throw the game. He's gonna put the puck in the net himself. He's like, I couldn't see it. Hey, I'm always, I'm always no. We'll just keep it going. I'm. With shot, shot laughing at him. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for coming on. We will catch everybody else after the classic. If you catch us during the class, we will absolutely be doing a live stream show at some point. We can't guarantee it when it will be, but we'll be doing at least an hour long live stream show. Uh, please catch us then. Uh, if not, we will see you next time. Have a good one.